Hey guys, welcome. This week I have my friend Carrie from Carrie and Photography, an amazing wedding photographer on the show. So let's do it. Welcome to the Girl Boss Lounge Show, a podcast produced every week where we meet female industry influencers in the blogging and small business world that share real life experiences, encouraging everyone that you're not alone in the daily ups and downs of running a business. Connecting with creatives is what it's all about. I'm your host, Holly McKay, a graphic artist and blogger that shares tips on brand and blog strategies to help you build a strong business. Thanks for listening. Happy New Year, Girl Bosses. It is going to be such a great year. So today my guest is a very super talented photographer. She shoots some really amazing weddings and family photography and seniors. I was really lucky to work with Carrie um, to help her bring her brand vision to life this year. And she has this really amazing way of infusing it throughout everything that she does. So I'm super excited to have you guys welcome Carrie Calgan to the show. Yay! Yay. Thank you. Happy New Year. I'm so excited. We should have had blowers. I know, right? Horns and balloons going off, even though they couldn't see the balloons. We probably should have planned that better, huh? Or pop some bubbly. Maybe I can get a sound effect. A sound effect that does that. Always. Shams Shams is always a good call. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, well, thanks a lot for being here, Carrie. You know, it's it's fun for me to learn a lot about the different audi- guest audience guests we've had here on the audience um, or on the show, and for me to learn a little bit more about you and your business is exciting. Um, on the show, I always try to give everybody a moment to talk about their journey to becoming a boss. Um, so why not talk about how you found your love of photography and why going into business for yourself was important? Well, it didn't happen. It wasn't planned. Let's put yeah. it that way. I mean, I've always been, I guess, the family family documenter, the scrapbooker mm-hmm. in the family. And then years ago, I upgraded my camera from just a little point and shoot to a real big daddy yeah. film camera. <laughs> and once I started taking pictures on that, I was hooked. And I'm like, this is so much fun. And I just wanted to learn as much as I could about photography. So I did that. And um, I just started taking pictures at the place I work. I Well, I used to work. I used to work at a daycare program. Mm-hmm. And I would take pictures of the kids so the parents could see what their kids did all day and post Aww. them on the bulletin board. And then from there people just started saying, Hey, would you take pictures of, you know, my family or would you take pictures of my daughter? She's in uh, modeling. And it just sort of started, you know, start, Oh, I'm fumbling. <laughs> sure, you know, it's just start, the ball started rolling yeah. from there. And I slowly grew my business until I was basically going crazy and working two full-time jobs. And I stopped working there and I've been doing this full-time for, uh, almost five years now. Wow. That's yeah. so cool though. Yeah, a daycare. How fun. Yes. Um, never a dull day. <laughs> Kids are always a blast. They, I love how refreshing they are because they're brutally honest. Mm-hmm. And you never know what they're going to say. And they make you smile and laugh every day. Yeah. And that, for me, was the winner. Oh, so absolutely. That, yeah. yeah. It doesn't get much better for that, you know, than that for me. So. Yeah, yeah. That's always special yeah. to have. I love that. Yeah, my um, grandmother... Uh, worked or it was at the church that they attended and she and another woman were in charge of their daycare. And I can mm-hmm. remember going there in the summer times to help her. And my dog is snorting back here. This is the second time she's done this. 
She's just does the snorting thing. All right, she Daisy. She wants everyone to know her. I know. I know. Why do you do this during the podcast? Why, Daisy? No, but um, yeah, so that's going to be a really interesting sound effect in the background. Better than Shams. No, just kidding. Um, I know, right. But she did. And I can remember going and, and leaving there every day when I was with her during the summer thinking, oh, this is a lot. <laughs> A lot of it work. is. Yeah. There are days when I came home and I, you're just exhausted yeah. and you know, and they're long days. But for me, I just, I love that it wasn't mm. the same thing every day. Oh yeah. I wasn't going in and sitting in front of a desk and it, although that's what I do to now, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, it's different, obviously. I just wasn't inputting numbers and I wasn't, mm. I don't know. It was just, it was fun. And I was outside playing with them and, you know, some days I was on the handball court and some right. days we were, you know, inside crafting up something fun. And it was just, it was a blast, Aww. but this is where I'm supposed to be That's true. <laughs> doing what I do now. Yeah. Well, and you're amazing at it. And I know that, you know, you shoot several types of subjects you do you know, portraits for seniors and families, but weddings. And I mean, come on, (laughs) your weddings, you are a rock star with weddings. They are absolutely gorgeous. And, you know, I tried doing that wedding scene. (laughs) I just, it just wasn't really for me. And so I always give props to photographers who do the things that I'm like, that that's, I can't do that. And I mean, the weddings you do are absolutely stunning. So tell me about weddings and what it is you love about them. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Um, When I first started my business, I swore up and down I would never shoot weddings because (laughs) of the stress. Like you are completely in control of the day and not in control of the day, but in well, you, you are everything. Yeah. And, but you are, you're kind of like, uh, you're kind of like a wedding planner too. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. And the responsibility to make sure you've captured everything and deliver and your gear is there and your exposure's right. And I just, I was terrified, but after I shot my first one, I was hooked. Really? I, I absolutely love it. I love, I love the energy. Mm. I love the love. I still cry at every Aww. wedding <laughs> and it's ridiculous, but I do because I, I fall in love with them just like they fall in love with each other. Aww. It's, it's, crazy. Um, I love the moments. I like the moments between the families and I love the moments between them and the bridal parties are always so much fun. And I mean, it's a happy occasion. I mean, it's, it's, no one's ever in a bad mood. I'm crazy lucky to have the most amazing people to work with and everyone's always happy. And I just love it. I, I can't imagine doing anything else. And I know that we had talked earlier and I don't think that I could um, imagine if I had to focus on one thing, that would be it. Weddings. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was just, I just love it. Um, I mean, I love everything. I love the families and the seniors because it's all fun. But if I had to pick one, I think it would, it would be weddings because of the emotion. And I think that that shows in your work too. And to find that passion and have it show in what you do is, I mean, that's gold. That's what's going to, you know, make you desired by the next couple, you know? Um, yeah, it, it, uh, your wedding work is gorgeous. And guys, don't worry, I'm going to link to her site on the show notes page so you'll be able to check some of this out. It's absolutely stunning work. Um, Thank you. You're so welcome. You know, and then I know that you, I think you were in school while you were doing your business. Yes, that was tough. <laughs> <laughs> so talk to me about that and the education part of, you know, 
what you were doing and how that's, you know, working with your business? Well, I've been in business for several years now, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to make sure tax wise, I was doing everything. Okay. Smart girl. <laughs> so last year I thought it would be super smart to take an accounting class, <laughs> which it was super smart to take the class. And it was a good class. I can't tell you how many hours a week I put into that class. Wow. It was at least eight hours a week of just homework. Oh my and, God. and on top of my busy season starting and wedding season started, I said, I don't know if I can do this, but I'm proud to say I finished the class with a high A and Whoa. the instructor asked me to tutor. And I said, heck no, <laughs> <laughs> not that I would have loved to help, but I really had to work for that. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's just something I just want to make sure I'm keeping my business all on the right track and doing everything on the up and up and, and making sure everything is, is clean and clear. And now do you do most of your admin work yourself then, or do you have an assistant? I do. Yeah. I'm a touch of a control freak. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> Aren't all creatives? <laughs> yeah. It's actually funny. This year is this for 2017. I'm actually considering outsourcing, um, some things and I, that's going to be a tough thing for me to do when it, when the time comes, just yeah. because I am such a control freak, but I own it and yeah. I love it. <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> I well, am proud of what we do and just, right. we want it to have our spin and our our name, if our name's on it, we want it to be exactly perfect. And if it's not, then, you know, we own whatever we didn't. Right. Exactly. Perfect. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you know, I had a conversation, um, back when we had Stephanie Gilbert on the show and we talked about outsourcing and giving up control and it's, it's a common theme among creative people. We just, yeah, it's a hard thing to do, you know? And the, one is. of the things she had mentioned was, um, think of the one thing that you just loathe doing every every time (laughs) and that's what you should outsource or you should like you know pass off like a virtual assistant or something and I thought about that and I said that's really smart and so I actually I actually decided one of our Instagram accounts I'm like okay mom your job is to go through and like the ones that you know (laughs) kind of manage that one account because I said I don't want to do it I don't and, uh, yeah, there's so many accounts to manage. And uh, when you're thinking about all the places you need to be present in social media, uh, oh my gosh, it's, it's, a, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And I actually had like a, um, kind of a, a burnout feeling in the past few weeks. I was like, I'm tired of this. I don't want to do this anymore. I'd rather yeah. just be creative. And yeah, it's... It's tough because there are times when you just want to be creative, whether it's photographing something or creating something or drawing or, or anything, but then you have to remember, oh, well, I need to reconcile in QuickBooks and I need to make sure I have all my blog posts done for the next two weeks. And yeah. Oh yeah. I feel (laughs) you. But I wouldn't change it for the world. No, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. (laughs) Because I, here I am sitting in my pajama bottoms and my sweatshirt and I'm happy. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) so i was creeping on your facebook page the other day and yes creep but i'd say that because we're friends yeah absolutely (laughs) i I creep on you all the time (laughs) (laughs) but it's funny because like i really i feel like i miss so much of what everybody's posting all the time sometimes i have to go to their page and all of a sudden i noticed that you were tagged by a client and they had shared this gorgeous basket box thing um that you had given it was full of all these goodies it had like photo album and campaign. I mean, it was like 
Yeah. Whoa. It was awesome. <laughs> and I think that that speaks volumes about how important your clients are to you. So when you're trying to make your clients feel <laughs> special, like how can somebody else set themselves apart like that? The first thing I would recommend is listening. Um, Those, the basket that you're referring to, Uh they um, were married this last May Uh and he is a huge hunter and she goes out hunting and fishing with them and they have a great time. And so I made him a little s'mores, champagne, blanket, mug, basket to go along with their um, wedding collection delivery. Just, it was cute and they're fun and they're just so much, there's just so much fun to work with, but I try to do that with all my clients, just listen to see what they like to do together. Or if you don't know some clients, you don't know, they, they, they just don't, they're friendly and you get along really well, but they don't let you in as much. And in that case you can, you know, champagne, you never can go wrong. Movie tickets, coffee, you know, just something. But, um, I don't know. I always like to throw something a little bit fun into every delivery I make, especially for weddings, because right. they've invested not only with me, but we've also invested so much time together. Sure. Um, and you get to really know them and your friends on Facebook and you get to see what they, what they do and all the wedding preparation. And it's well, just, and it's I'm fun. sure that that helps turn it into future business and not just because you want their business, but because there is that relationship there and you would love yeah. to continue you know, learning more about their life's journey as they go forward, you know, whether it's like having kids or, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I was just talking to someone last night and she had mentioned the same basket that you just mentioned. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know, I bet you get business from that. I said, you know, that's not my intent Mm -hmm. ever. My intent is for it to be a genuine gift, but I will tell you, I've had three people reach out to me because of said gift. Oh, wow. And I think it was just because of the presentation and, and if more than the presentation, the, but the words that my bride shared about me yes, to her personal friends and family, I think that for me was, was the biggest winner. And maybe that would have happened without the basket, but I think my chances were higher because, but I'm going to go back to, it was a gift. It, yes. That wasn't my, the full intention Yeah. or the, well, the original intention. I think what it does in a world where they could go to a chain studio to hire versus somebody who is an individual who really puts the thought in, who's not overbooking or hiring yeah. out, um, uh, what do they call them? Oh, second shooters. associate, yeah, associate, associate photographers. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it definitely speaks volume in that and that should, and and you're going to get the right kind of client because of that too. Yeah. That you want to have, you know? Yeah. And I do, I only book a, you know, a certain amount of weddings every year so I can do the personal attention mm-hmm. that I like to give to everybody, not right. just my wedding clients. So. Right. Well, I mean, it was so adorable and, and the oh, words thanks. were, the words were so sweet. It was really a nice touch. I really did like that. So, yeah, so that's the kind of stuff I stalk. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, girl. I do too. So um, how have you worked to actually grow your business? I know you said it's about five years old. Um, what things have you worked for or what, what's some of the things that you've done that haven't worked out for you? And what are some things that have worked out? It's ever changing. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I started my business as, I've been full-time for five, but I started it probably 10 years ago, I think. Well, it'll be 10 years next year, so almost 10 years. Um, I would say 
as we all, when we all start out, we always lowball. Yes. Not that, not that we intentionally do it, but to get port, you know, to build portfolio or to, um, just grow your business and get stuff on your website and have stuff to blog and have stuff for your portfolio. We tend to do everything at a really, really low price. Right. And I think that that while beneficial in the beginning, totally bit me yep. <laughs> because it was very hard when you, when you started a low price point, it's really hard to get out of that low price point. Yeah. And then when you do move out of that low price point, you lose some of your clients, but that I don't want people to let that scare them because they weren't your, they may have been your clients, but you were trying to get into a new bracket of clients. And so you really want to, to get into your, into the niche and into the, um, into the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, into the bracket that you want your clients to be in. Right. Right. Demographic. Yes. That you want your clients to be in. So, um, that, I mean, that's, that, that was probably the hardest thing. That was, um, the thing I learned the most and it was hard to say goodbye to some people. And it was hard not to feel bad about saying goodbye because I am uber duper emotional and I wear my heart on my sleeve. So if I'm upset, you know, it pretty much instantly. And I never want to disappoint anybody. And so I also don't, I'm not sad with some of my old clients go to another photographer who is cheaper than me because I know that they save up for me and they use me once a year. Right. Whereas they may use another photographer for say a filler session. Like, Oh, that's a cute idea. Let's go do this. Whereas they'll, they'll bank and they'll spend their money with me, not just money, but their time. And I, you know, does that make sense? No, it does. Without sounding super no, but that's true. Money oriented. No, no, but but seriously, look, we have to make a living. So it make you know, and, yeah. and you have to decide: do I want to work seven days a week, or do I want to work three days a week? You know, you think about the things that are important to you because you have to come first, or your clients can't come first. You know what I mean? That whole yeah. ba- balance thing. And I, I mean, that kind of leads me into um, this question about: okay, so with DSLRs becoming so affordable. Mm-hmm you know, and everybody has them and everybody's wants to be your next photographer. (laughs) Um, and and some of them aren't really good at it. And I think that that, what you're saying is, is smart because, you know, I believe everybody, everybody should be able to have photography done. And if they can't afford the best, then they can't afford the best. And that's okay. They're still getting memories and that's, what's important to them for me. And I, that is exactly where I see it Yeah. because at least you're capturing your littles in that moment yes. and you'll have something yeah. and you'll ha- hopefully have something that's printed. Yes. That's not sucked away on a hard drive mm-hmm. or a, your cell phone or, you know, right. something. Right. Yeah. I always say, you know, if, I, if they can't, well, I don't say it now, but if I said it then, well, this could apply to branding too, you know, um, yeah. if they can't afford me that there is somebody else that can do it and I'm happy to, you know, point them in that direction or, and I think that they can respect us because we can say, I understand. Um, and I would love for you to eventually come to me, but you know, yep. if you can't, I want to tell you who I would go to, you know? And I do have those people that I can refer. Um, yeah. Yeah, because it could get annoying. And I think at the beginning, I was annoyed by all of these, you know, I hate to say it, mom photographers. I hate saying that. It's such a bad word. Yeah, but, but I'm it's with what you, it, though. But it's what it was yeah. at the time, you know? I mean, 
everybody was getting a camera and you're like, how can I compete? You know, and I don't have kids, so I can't take all these kids pictures. And, you know, but then if you don't change your mindset of here's what I'm valuable with and why you would come to me versus why going to the person, then you're just going to be miserable. But (laughs) yeah, the funniest thing for me that I'm encountering now, like I have no problem with all the mom photographers mm-hmm. or the faux, the F-A, you know, yeah. F-A-U-X photographer, you know, right. photographers or whatever. Um, I don't have a problem with those guys because they're uh, getting the clients that I, that aren't my clients to begin with. Right. You know, they're, they're looking for something that are, and I'm out of their price point or whatever, and that's fine. But the most interesting thing for me that I'm dealing with now is when people ask what I do, I tell them I'm a photographer. They're like, oh, because everyone says they're a photographer. Um, and then if I run into that same person, you know, in a week or so, and they happen to have hit my website, they're like, so you really are a photographer. You're really good. <laughs> and it's funny because I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, was, I will tell you that I did not actually start telling people I was a photographer until I probably, I went full time right? because I didn't feel like I was, even though I was, I didn't feel like I was right because I wasn't doing it full time, 100%. And you know, and I don't know, I'm really modest and I'm super humble when it comes to that stuff. And I blush when, like when you were complimenting me earlier, I was blushing and I just, it's, it's cool to hear, but it's still like, Oh my gosh, I know (laughs) it is hard. It's very hard to, and as women, I think it's even harder for us, you know, because we're always like apologizing and we shouldn't, we should be like, thank you. That's a very nice thing to say and then move on. But we don't, we go, Oh, thank you. But you know, (laughs) you know, we're, we're, we're guilty of that. But I think that you definitely, uh, your personality definitely shines in everything that you're putting out there. I mean, you can totally tell it. Um, you can tell you love what, and I think that. So, um, okay. So how, you know, you and I have talked, we've talked about this here about the whole crisis. So mm-hmm. I'm sure with weddings, right? No? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So how, absolutely. how does that, how do you hint that? Um, well, people email me on a regular basis asking for my prices on my website. I do have that, uh, where my wedding collections uh-huh. start actually for all my, my portrait collections as well as my wedding collections. So that way, right off the bat, Here's what I start at. If right. I'm already too expensive for you, then I typically do not hear from them. Right. Um, and I would say once someone sends me an inquiry, I probably book them 75% of the time because I'm already in their price point. And then from there, they have several collections, you know, to choose from and, or I build, you know, custom collections. I don't really have a problem with, with that. The, where I see, I would say the gap is when people message me on Facebook because I don't have that information on Facebook. Right. It's, it's specifically on my website. So I will have more price shopping on Facebook, a little on Instagram, not too much because people tend to go to, you know, Facebook or the website once they're from Instagram. Um, so I don't see it too much, but it doesn't bother me. Um, because there are photographers who are in their price point Mm. and, um, And I will say that my price point is attracting the people who I want to work with and who they, 
they they choose photography as an investment for their wedding day and they're normally really chill fun people yeah. so i'm like i'm i don't know they're not high maintenance i'm just super freaking lucky yeah. <laughs> and i i love it i love i love it yeah and i agree with you know putting a starting price point out there uh, and i've talked to other people about that too and i do the same thing i mean it's i start at this and you and you're right you know, it's always always nice in the beginning when you're getting all the inquiries and then you're like, nobody's booking me, nobody's booking me. But if you put that out there, there's a reason you're doing it. And it's so much more beneficial to everybody just to not, you know, get hopes up or get too much involved and realize it's just not going to work out. So totally, especially when you spend so much time replying yes. to the inquiry to make sure it's informative yeah. and everything. And another thing that I started doing this year, when people send me a wedding inquiry and will soon be for families and seniors is I send them my, a digital magazine oh, yeah. so they can, so it's a little bit more informative. It's filled with pictures from, you know, several weddings, you know, that I've shot recent weddings. I don't, mm -hmm. I'm not going way back to the beginning because, you know, <laughs> styles have changed, sure. and, you know, so much has changed, but, um, that way, and they'll see like, this is, these are the collections and here's what this stuff is all a cart. And Hey, here's some tips when you're, you know, planning your wedding or here are some things, you know, to look at. And I also encourage every single inquiry to talk to more than one photographer oh. because I know that might sound really no, funny, no. but you really want to make sure you have a good chemistry with your wedding photographer, because if you don't be, you spend a lot of time yeah. with your wedding photographer. If you don't, and if you don't have good chemistry, it's going to be a rocky yes. relationship from start to finish. And, um, I've had people be right on the spot as soon as we talk over the phone, because they're like, the chemistry's there. Yeah. And I, and I said, in the number one compliment I say I would get from my couples is you're so easy and you're so relaxed and there's no stress. And I'm like, well, that's good. <laughs> that's what I want because I, who wants to work in a stressful environment anyway? <laughs> you, know? you know what? And it's funny you say that because I did, you know, I've done probably 10 weddings in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. I've, I'm starting to get to where it's mostly family weddings than it has been <laughs> outsiders. But you know, I, I had one client where that was a, a situation where they hired me and they were very nice, but it was an awkward feeling and I never got a thank you after I sent them their <gasps> images and it wasn't like they didn't like me they just they just didn't have that kind of yeah they just didn't have that kind of like um I don't know what you call it like personality or something and yeah. it was awkward it was really weird you know and yeah. Every I, once in a while, I'll have a client like that. Um, and it's not that we didn't have a great connection, but um, I'll deliver a, you know, their wedding gallery and it's like crickets. Yeah. And so I'm watching and I'm like, well, did they, maybe they didn't see that I sent the gallery. And so I stalk <laughs> and I make sure that they saw it and see when they logged in and see when they downloaded and I can see all that, but then it's nothing. Yeah. So then I'm at the point where I want to reach out and say, Hey, is everything okay? Right. I mean, you know, and then all of a sudden I have this beautiful recommendation, shout out to all of their friends on social media about how fantastic I am. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's so sweet. I get all teared up all over again, but I do, I stalk. Like if I don't hear, it doesn't even have to be a shout out to me. It can just be like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Right. Or just 
letting me know, hey, you're cool. (laughs) Because if not, then I worry like, oh, did I totally drop the ball on this one? Yep. Oh, yeah. I've had that happen. And it's like they gave me like a five-star rating or something on like Facebook or something like that. And I was like, but you couldn't even thank me? I so weird. It was weird, you know. But you're right. That is smart. Talk to other photographers, especially as a wedding photographer, because like you said, that is not something that you can do, um, you know, over. (laughs) Yeah, I would say... 100% 100% of the inquiries I, who of clients who I've met with in person, if they have met with another photographer before me, I book them 100% of the time because of the chemistry. Right. And so they, and that is a, that is a for sure statistic. And it's just, so it's, it's important. So for all you other photographers, listen now, chemistry is important. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You gotta get to know your people. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So now you said you would do weddings if that was your your only thing. (laughs) Um, I mean, I love it all, but I, you know, and I love the relationships that families have and, and, you know, the seniors, you get to have your little diva moment and, you know, it's all about you. And I, so I love it all, but dang, weddings are just cat's ass. And I'm sure you have beautiful weather pretty much almost a year round, don't you? Or do you have yeah, pretty much? Yeah, you, you we have- do. We do. I'm up in the foothills. Yeah. So we I would say um, we get a little maybe dusting of snow every <laughs> year. And then I would say maybe every three or four we'll get, you know, a few inches. Right. But for the most part, I can shoot year round. That's good. Um, yeah. So I do say my slow seasons are for sure, January, February. Mm. And then it just depends on when the rain lights, you know, stops for a certain amount of time. So the flowers and once, once people start to see the, the blossoms on the tree and the flowers growing, then it's crazy. It's on for spring. (laughs) Or like now when they're all like, Oh my gosh, the leaves are falling off. I need to get my pictures done. (laughs) Yes. And I have this wonderful client who has been, I've shot her family before and she wants to get on my books and I'm like, girl, I have been booked for like three weeks now and I'm booked on weekends through November. And it's just, yeah, uh, I feel, and I'm like, if you can hear the days I'm available and she's like, well, I want something next week. And I'm like, hun, books. <laughs> I feel so bad, but gotta call you people. Hey, it happens. <laughs> it does. It does. Okay, so let's talk fun stuff here from it. Not that your business isn't fun, but let's talk oh, something no, fun. So, okay, so you and I, we have a common love of a band. Gosh, man, their new album <laughs> is fantastic. Okay, so for those who don't know who this is, we're talking about the band called The Head and the Heart. And so I first learned of them and listened to them, I don't know how many years ago it was, five years ago, maybe five or six, I can't remember. Um, we had tickets to the shins at Red Rock and they were one of the opening bands, line pilot. And uh, I, I fell in love and I have seen them every opportunity I've had. (laughs) So it, they are just amazing. And I mean, I mean, for me, music is just like life. Oh, totally. (laughs) Totally. And it can 100% change my mood. Yes. I can be in the worst mood possible, put on my favorite band and I'm good to go. I mean, instantly it's, it's pretty powerful. Um, so you mentioned, um, what is it? Red rocks? Yes. The stadium that is on my bucket list. My bucket list is to see. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
that is a bucket list concert venue for me. Um, I first learned of head and the head and the heart from funny story. Um, I used to work at the daycare. I met this family at the daycare and ironically, they were my very first paid family session. And so I learned from, um, their son who is now a senior in college. I'm not that old. I just, maybe (laughs) I started really young. (laughs) Um, and he introduced me to the head and the heart and, um, I have been hooked ever since. Yeah. And I will tell you when, um, the Showtime Roadie show came yes. on and I saw it was the head and the heart. I'm like, does it get any better than this? I mean, first of all, it's a Cameron Crowe movie or, you know, series. So, you know, it's going to be good and it's all music related. I'm like, oh my gosh, this yes. is the best day ever. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. I know. I finally had a chance to finish all of it and I have gone back and watched it again. I mean, I, I believe it. Oh, it's so, so I'm good. not done with the series yet oh. I, because I've just been crazy and I, I'm not done with it yet. And I'm kind of like dangling it as a carrot. Right. As soon as you finish this, Carrie, you can finish that. <laughs> so it is. I mean, it's so good. All the music. I just I, sometimes I wish I could have been in that life, you know, that world of music and playing and singing. And I didn't get that gene. <laughs> Not at all. I cannot hold a tune. No. I cannot play an instrument. My brother can play the guitar and he'll sing and I could just listen to him for hours oh. because, and it's just the acoustic really yes. chill mellow. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is the best. I just I caught, I just caught, I saw on Facebook, um, billboard had posted a, a session with the head and the heart. And it was, <gasps> it was just the three of them. Um, you know, Josiah has been yes. out with his, um, with rehab. But yes. the two, um, Charity and Jonathan, and then the guy who's been replacing Josiah was with them. So it was just the three of them, and it was just Charity with her violin, Jonathan with his guitar. Oh, I got and goosebumps. I don't know. What, I, don't, I can't think of the guy's name that is replacing, but he didn't have any instruments. It was just the three of them. And I was like, oh, you know, it's just I love that. the sound. And I yeah. just, yeah, I, um, I made um, my mom go to an indie record store in downtown Denver with me because they were putting out um, these special edition album, little five by sevens that were green (gasps) and uh, five by sevens. Hello. (laughs) 45. I knew what you meant. I heard five by seven, but I knew what you meant. (laughs) Well, the photography kick still. Um, the uh, 40, special edition 45 by the album down there. And I was like, I have to go. We have to go. We have to go down there. <laughs> yeah. It's just so oh, amazing. And if you can see them at Red Rock or a venue like yeah. that, where they, it's got such beautiful acoustics like that. Yeah. There is just nothing like it. It's amazing. But wait, w- wait till Josiah's back because I, I will. I, oh, I, for sure. I missed him this time. I, you could tell I missed him this time. You could tell the sound. Right. It was was it was just was something different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, uh, Dave Matthews is one of my oh, faves. Yeah. Yeah. He, so he's one that he was one of the original, I think I have two or three of his, you know, CDs for his live concerts from the Red Rocks. So oh. it's just fantastic. And I'm like, I need to see him. I need, I have like a list. <laughs> I've seen Dave probably eight times yeah. now. So yeah. there's certain certain artists where that's, that's the best place yeah. just to go. It's amazing. Yeah. Totally amazing out there. Yeah. Oh yeah. And now that I live here, it's even better. <laughs> no kidding. How are you enjoying the move? How are I, you in- I love Colorado. Colorado is, it's so, um, see, coming from St. Louis, which I enjoyed, but I wasn't from St. Louis. So it was always hard for me to really connect with people. I always felt yeah. like 
like I was an outsider there. And I think a lot of it was because so many people from St. Louis were, um, you know, they, they had their groups already and not many people left St. Louis. It was almost like everybody stayed. So it was, everybody was local for the most part. So here it's not like that. It's a melting pot pretty much. And, um, I feel like with that, it's like, okay, you know, people are more open to new people coming in or, well, some of them are. <laughs> they, they complain because our our uh, our uh, um, cost of living is really high here. <laughs> but well, the, and they when say you live in certain states, and that's just how it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I said, oh come on, it'll be fine. But yeah, I do love it here. Um, I don't miss humidity. I love yeah. that. That's been the, that's probably the best part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, I do love it here. So, and I'm not a skier or anything like that, so that doesn't bother me. But I'll tell you what, it so fun going up yeah. today they today was the opening of um the Rapaco basin they that today so it's built scares day um Aww. i know so kind of cool although it's supposed to be 70 something down here but <laughs> go figure yeah no kidding <laughs> yeah yeah it's fun. it is a lot of fun good all right so talk to me about those flowers that you make. So when you and I were working on branding, you mentioned these flowers to me. Yes. Now, do you still do it? Or are you just too busy? Oh, no, it's <laughs> in the works, dear. <laughs> um, I'm actually, hopefully by the time, you know, we're broadcasting yeah. or this is broadcasted, yeah. I will have a store. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty excited. I've done a lot of groundwork. Um, I'm just in the planning stages. So to let everyone know the flowers are, they're just paper flowers, mm-hmm. but they're really pretty yeah. paper flowers. <laughs> I must say, um, they aren't anything like what you would go and see at Michael's or Joanne's or anything like that. They are just 100% crafted and, um, you can, I don't know. They're just, they're pretty and they don't die. Yes. (laughs) So, um, I've done a fair amount of research as, as far as how I want to do this. And it's been an idea for a while and I think it will actually come to fruition, um, in 2017, which I'm super excited about. And it'll just be arrangements. It can be single stems. It can be, um, little vases. It can be, you know, a bouquet. It can, It'll be several different things. So I'm super excited about it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's fun. It's, you know, and it's something that I can do when I'm zoning out watching TV or a sports game or, you know, something, yes. anything. So, and it's relaxing. Yes. Anytime I'm, I'm crafting and creating something, it's super relaxing for me. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm excited now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have to talk, girl. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> well, um, tell me a little bit quickly about how being self-employed has been the best decision for you. Um, this is what I was supposed to do. I know this yeah. without a doubt in my mind. Um I'm I photography, yes, but I'm just saying being my own boss, maybe the, the that's kind of what I, where I was going with that answer. Yeah. Uh, I remember my dad has always owned his own business and he has from a young age, he's like, Carrie, you need to do this. I know you can do this. And, and I just was filled with self doubt and I didn't think I could do anything. I'm like, well, what could I do and what could I sell? And I don't even know. And when I was scrapbooking, um, he was like, you have to sell these. And I said, what are you talking about? They're like our memories. He said, no, he's like, you need to put the pages together and then sell the pages. And I, 
and I was young, I was maybe 18 or 19 at the time. And I said, I couldn't figure out a way to make it cost effective. So it was worth my time and the supplies are not, weren't cheap. And I know, you know, because that you were (laughs) massive in that industry. And, um, so it just wasn't feasible. And so, you know, I just continued working at the daycare because I started there when I was 16 and, you know, I was just doing all that. And then the photography thing hit. And I remember this is totally random, but I went to the state fair with my best friend and my family years and years ago. And my best friend suggested we have our palms read. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's so ridiculous. But all right, <laughs> fine. Here's 10 bucks. Read my palm. And the woman said that she told me that I would own a business. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and it didn't hit me. I think until after I became full time that I'm like, Oh my gosh, she was totally right. And I don't know if that was just something in the back of my head paired up with something my dad has been telling me. Right. And it was just, it was just funny. Um, but I just, I think I was just meant to do it. I love, um, I love kind of doing it all. And I love that I get to do something different every day, even if it's accounting or if it's, you know, filling orders or shooting or the editing or just, I love it all. It's just, it's something different every day. Yeah. And well, I really enjoy it. Well, and the fact that we just get to make our own schedules is nice. And, um, yeah, I do and like that. I, there, yeah, there are a couple of, two major things that I can think of after I left my full-time job. I remember waking up the very next morning with the biggest weight lifted off my shoulders. Oh, yeah. And I will never forget that feeling yeah. of just like, Oh my gosh. And there wasn't a scare or a worry in the world. It's like, I got this. It was weird, but it was so cool. And then the next thing is, um, I was working and some friends of ours said, um, Hey, let's, go down to the firehouse and old sack and they're doing their spring opening for the opening the patio for summer or spring or something like that. And I remember we went down there for lunch and we were sitting there drinking mimosas at noon. And I'm like, I should be at work right now. And I'm not. (laughs) So it was just one of those crazy things. Like I can, you know, do this. I can schedule what I want and, you know, just kind of have that flexibility to, you know what? I'm done working for today. Let's go do this. And it's just nice. I love that. It is. Okay. And I have life again. <laughs> I didn't yeah. have a, much of a life before because I was working so dang much. So that Yeah. Was and I think as we get older, you know, you have less energy. And so you want to be able to use it on the fun stuff, the stuff you enjoy doing. Yeah. And so, yeah. All right. So quickly tell everybody where they can find you online pretty simple. I've tried to keep everything way simple for people. I am pretty much at Carrie Ann everywhere, Twitter, um, Instagram, uh, Facebook. It's just at Carrie Ann and the little, the spelling's a little different. It's C-A-R-R-I-E-A-Y-N. So thanks mom and dad for the uniqueness. I absolutely (laughs) love it. Um, but yeah, I try to keep it simple. Pinterest is the same. Google plus is the same. Everything is the same. Everything's the same. Well, I'll make sure I list everything in the show notes for everybody so they can go check out your beautiful photography. And you guys can check out her branding, which I did for her. And (gasps) And I love my branding. I have so many compliments on my branding. And the way you put it together with your website is gorgeous. Everything looks so polished and just, it's you. It's you. Yeah. Yeah, but it's you because you put all of my craziness into that and it's perfect. I oh, absolutely love it. Well, I I really loved how it turned out. It it is definitely one of my favorites for sure. You guys Carrie is an amazing um 
photographer, but she loves the beach. So you're going to like her, like influence of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, I can't thank you enough for doing this. This was a lot of fun and I really enjoyed chatting with you and you sharing every, with everybody a little bit about yourself. Thank you. I had so much fun. Thank you for inviting me. Well, you're welcome. All right. So we'll, when you get your little store back up again, or your store up, you know, your flower store, yes. we should talk again. <laughs> Heck yes. I'm totally down. We'll talk about um, the joys, the ups and downs of running an online store. Yes. <laughs> like and you can educate me on that one. <laughs> I don't know that I have it down yet, but <laughs> we'll definitely chat with that. So, But yes. thank you again. I've, I've had a lot of fun. Thank you. Me too. Thanks for listening to the Girl Boss Lounge podcast. Links from this episode can be found at hollymckeg.com and clicking on podcast in the menu. Love what you've heard? Be sure to subscribe and reach out if you have suggestions or ideas. This is all for you. Until next time.